0: Hello, Tim. This is Mark. Thanks for calling. Thanks for checking in and being on the show, Uncle Pinball. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are there nephews or nieces? Oh, nephews? Yes, that's <laughs> I. I have uh, nephews and nieces both, and my brother calls me Uncle Pinball when he brings them over to play my machines. Hmm.
1: Okay, I'll believe
0: you. <laughs> So, lots and lots of questions. First of all, I just watched the new video that you put up on the YouTube and for the GoFundMe, and I am absolutely so stoked with the layout, with the avenue down the center. I think that's a beautiful thing. And, I mean, it's just it, it's, it's exciting for you and even us. <laughs> um, so, how are things? Well, the, the building is not just
1: spectacular in the layout, it's spectacular in its appearance, and it's built from the ground up to be what it is. There's no more extension cords, there's no more trying to trick the air conditioners into giving out enough, there's plenty of bathrooms, it's it's basically everything I've figured out I need over the years is finally coming together in something that was built for just this.
0: And it looks like Uncle Scrooge's money bin from the outside. I, I love that. That's one of my favorite ones, where he goes diving off the diving board into his big old money bin and stuff. That I yep. hadn't even thought of that until you just oh, said man, that. It is. Oh, that's so perfect. I love that. I love. Except it's quarters, not dollar bills, right?
1: So yeah, we're uh, we're jazzed about
0: it, but that, we've hit we've hit a bump in the road. Goddamn, COVID killed the whole entire world practically. Well, we were supposed to
1: coast up to having everything paid for. I know.
0: I've been watching the whole thing along. You've been—I mean, you're meticulous about that stuff. And I mean, I've been watching the whole thing. But I mean, nobody could have predicted the the wrench it through, especially into Vegas's economy. Right. Oh, it's just kicked the ass of everything out here. I mean, it's insane. I mean, there's there's I mean, there's nothing left. I mean, it's a service economy based on tourists and people traveling and going places, and you can't do that.
1: Well, when I left Michigan, I came from Lansing, which was the largest car-building city in America. When I left, 12% of America's cars were built there. If I would have stayed there, I would have been in good shape because they're still making cars just like they were
0: before. But, oh, no, I had to move my tourist attraction to a tourist. (laughs) What a dummy. Speaking of that, like, like, there's so many people, I mean, I have to say this. There's so many people, all they want to do is give you advice. It's like... No,
1: I take advice. I'm, I'm very
0: good about that. Oh, I know that, but, but... I have to remember that our mandate from the government and
1: by us internally is that we don't want to do a lot of things. We only want to do two things and we want to do them well.
0: I don't want to have to worry about an alcohol license God or, no slopping up beer or the the pizza checking IDs or whatever else
1: have you ever been in a Chuck E. Cheese
0: oh god
1: would you eat pizza in a place where the carpet smells like puke
0: (laughs) I don't want to do that I don't
1: want to be a guy who's doing too many things I want to do two things and only two things a pinball museum open to the public seven days a week with no admission charge and I want to give money to local social service charities. I don't want to have an educational program. I don't want a mural on the side of the building. (laughs) I don't want to fund scholarships. I don't want to give tours to, to grade school kids. I want to throw open the doors every morning and let
0: people wander around and figure out what they like by their own selves. Oh, my God. Let's see. That's perfect. That's exactly what arcades used to be back in the day. You'd go in and you'd throw your money down. The guy would open the door. He'd make change, you know, get the machine working if it was easy to fix or uh, put the uh, out-of-order sign on if it wasn't. And you played, baby. That was it. And I love that. There might be a snack. I love your snack machines. I got to say, I haven't been there in a few years. But uh, you have the best, like, um, vending machines, like the, the soda no, not, machine. do Oh, you don't do that anymore? I had to throw out thousands of dollars worth of candy
1: when it went past date after we parked the machines.
0: Oh, I forgot not about popcorn,
1: that. No no candy. All of that got coveted. We don't even like, we can't even put change buckets out now.
0: Oh delay! Ouch! So people, people are walking around with droopy drawers. Oh my God! What a bucket! <laughs> no, no more buckets like the old days on the Strip. Oh man! Can't believe that. I used to, in fact, your place was the only place I ever drank cactus cooler because you always had cactus cooler in the in the snack thing. Yeah, we're we're into the weird cookie stuff. <laughs> so <clears throat> a lot of people don't know the way back history. You started as an op like you when you were like what sixteen? Uh fourteen. 13, oh, oh. So you're even older than me. I turned sixty this year, so man, wow. Young Four- punk. <laughs> young punk. So fourteen and you're in Michigan, okay? Right. And you're buying machines. You like you found a space. How how did you like get? No, no, I started I started
1: out with gumball machines.
0: Oh, I didn't get my first pinball until '72, but oh. I immediately figured out what a great racket is because every time. You sold a
1: case of gumballs, you got a bunch of nickels, but you had to go out and buy more gumballs, and that really sucked. (laughs) And the thing about pinball machines is you put them out somewhere and you take a bunch of money out of them, and you never have to do anything else. You don't have to reload them. take more money out
0: of them. I love it. I just figured out, you know, my friends were
1: slogging through the snow delivering newspapers, working at a car dealership, you know, washing the cars as they came off the truck. You know that thing that that pool hall owners don't like—work. Um, uh, <laughs> I just want to do any of that.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I want to sit on my stool and yell at cranky phrases at the kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to say something at this point about this
0: reputation I have. I would. I was going to go there, Great, Go. For Let's for go, be, baby. For being a cranky, mean person. Let's go doesn't care about customer service. My
1: best customer service is when I leave you alone and you leave me alone. The problem I've got is that we don't tolerate anyone doing anything we don't want in our room. And there's a lot of people who have failed at retail, particularly the
0: amusement business, because they let other people run their room. And we're not afraid to come out and say, hey, kid, don't do that. Or take your drug dealing ass somewhere else. <laughs> or picking up
1: a child pervert and dragging him by his nose and throwing him in the street.
0: Or telling a parent the- to say, like, why don't you parent for once and get your kid, like, keep him from climbing on the damn machines. No, we
1: don't, we don't tolerate any of that. We feel that it's a privilege for people to come in here. It's not a right, like a person has a right to go into a public park. No, this is our show, and you will come into our show and enjoy it, but under our rules. And if you don't
0: do our rules, we will speak to you in a loud, firm voice. <laughs> uh-uh. I've been spoken to. I got too dancey. You know, I'm like that. I forget what, what professional it was back in the day that does all the twisting and kicks and stuff. And I accidentally almost kicked some lady. And you saw it from range down there. And you were on me in like a heartbeat. And I'm like, oh, oh I didn't even see you there. He's like, you got to look. You're like, you got to look around. I'm like, yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> well, you got to be careful that you don't have scumbags take over your room. And that requires
0: that you give at all times people the impression that we are in charge, not them. Exactly. So Kick that's, ass that's and all take names. that Kick ass I'm, and take names, baby. That's right. my I te- I'm, I'm
1: a nice person tell you fuck with
0: me and then I'm not. <laughs> and I like how you started that. The the best possible thing is if I'm basically if you're basically invisible. Right. Right? You're in there, you're having fun, you're enjoying yourself, you're playing the games and you you know, then you leave. You don't need me, you don't need anything but the machines you're playing.
1: And and anybody that believes that running a retail establishment is anything less than total war is being naive and will fail.
0: <laughs> you mean the customers not always right? No, they're not. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, another one we got to address. We already addressed the cranky one. What about all the the, the know-it-alls and all the smarty-pantses on there that say, oh, but all the broken machines, and how come we can't keep upkeep, and all that kind of stuff? What do you say to those clowns? Well,
1: I say that it's, it's impossible to keep everything working 100%. Now... That's not true in somebody's basement in a game room where they get played three times and then they're turned off for a week and they get turned on and played three times more. Keep in mind that we're open 88 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, (laughs) and all that time, people are in here playing the games. Now, since we've grown from just being the Tim Show into being this larger organization, we've pushed and delegated as much of the tasks down onto other volunteers as we can if you go around here you'll find that there are no chipped bumper skirts and there are no cracked flipper bats because the minute that happens it gets replaced that's the kind of job that a person can be trained to do fairly quickly and fairly easily the problem is that sometimes a switch way up underneath a ramp goes wrong and it ruins someone's ability to have fun in the game. So they go on the internet and start yelling and screaming about how all the games are falling apart when in fact the games are routinely clean and well maintained but the manufacturers, and this this is a secret nobody knows, the manufacturers don't want these things to last more than five years.
0: That's been that from, from the beginning. That's been their, their business model from day one. They, they would never buy a new one if the old ones worked
1: perfectly forever. So they're only built as well as they have to be. And that means when people get sick of playing them after about five years, maybe ten years, then they're supposed to be scrapped out or pushed into the dump this idea that they're supposed to be around 30, 40, 50 years later working perfectly Mm -hmm. is unrealistic
0: yep yep so and well I volunteered a little bit I did a little bit of time doing that back in the day Um, you you went to Red Rock with the wife and the other dude that was there let me work on a few machines because I proved myself diagnosing a couple things but, yeah. and you well, know, that's what people got, you know, if you're going to duck trash, then you should probably step up and help out a little bit. Well, no, because again, we have training standards here. You're we right. Want, we want people trained to do it the way we want you're to right. do it. And keep in mind that when we move to the new place, everybody is
1: also saying that, oh, you're going to have three times as many games, you're going to have three times as much work no, because our business, the amount of
0: play that's going to go into the games is not going to triple. Exactly. Because of, this, because of this one simple fact, we're not
1: adding in any new games. All we're adding in is old games. And old games, no matter what, don't
0: get played as often as a Stern game that just came out of the box. Ah. So while we may have three times as many games...
1: We might make only 20, 30% more money and get the games played 20 to 30% more times. That's not going to
0: triple our maintenance. Right. Oh, okay. That's a good way of looking at it. Two factors are working in our favor at this time. First of all,
1: we've invested lots of money in 100% urethane rubber. Which is much more expensive. Super bands are absolutely
0: the greatest thing that's ever happened to us because they don't wear out and they don't turn black. I like them a lot. It's not, it's not the, the silicone ones. that's No, 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 I like the super bands, exactly. The Super bands are urethane. They're like mm-hmm. bouncy iron. Yep, they, I, I don't have to bouncy change. iron. <laughs> I don't have to change them every six weeks.
1: And the other thing that's working in our favor is that LED light bulbs last a long time. Incandescent light bulbs, we used to have people that just went around and changed light bulbs.
0: And in seven hundred we don't have to do that. With 700 machines, it'd be like painting the endless fence. By the time you get to the last machine, you got to start over again putting bulbs back in. Right. So we think we can pull it
1: off. Now, that's, that's not saying that we're not going to have some hiccups. When we pick up all this stuff from this place, move it over to the other place and drag more games out of storage. There's going to be a temporary
0: dip in quality and probably a few more dark games than we should have. Right. But keep in mind that right now half
1: our games are dark because of COVID. And
0: there are
1: people on the Internet saying it looks like...
0: The place is all busted half Oh, God. Of you have, have like to turn off distance. half of them to keep the distances.
1: It's, excuse me. It's a pandemic that's killed 400,000 people, and you're worried about
0: Funland? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God.